It's Tuesday, the 13th of October, which may not be an actual scary thing for Halloween, but it is 2020, so let's be a little extra careful today. I'm Sean Tubbs, and this is the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Newsletter. Today's installment, and all the other installments, are made possible by contributions from readers and listeners, either through purchasing a subscription to this newsletter or setting up a monthly donation through Patreon. All of it goes to make sure I can continue keeping an eye on things for the foreseeable future. About 10% of you so far are supporters, and I thank you for that. As the newsletter goes to production today, there are several information technology problems affecting state government websites. That includes the Virginia Department of Health, as well as the registration database for voter registration. The problem traces to a fiber cut in Chester, according to a tweet from the Virginia Information Technologies Agency. Crews are working on the issue, but that means that there will be no numbers for the COVID-19 pandemic today. Governor Ralph Northam will speak at 2, so we will have information for you later. Yesterday, the Albemarle County Registrar reported that over 20,000 ballots have been cast by county residents, or about a quarter of the total registered voters. Almost 11,400 votes were made in person, and 9,431 were received in the mail. Charlottesville's Registrar reported that as of 11.40 a.m. yesterday, there were 4,738 in-person voters, and 3,197 mail-in ballots had been received. Charlottesville's new fire chief will start on December 1st, after wrapping up a long stint in central Florida. Dr. Hezzedine Smith has been with the Orlando Fire Department since 1996 and is its current assistant chief. In looking forward to start my role on December 1st, it will be a very special day for my family and I, because I'll join an organization that embodies itself as a family with integrity, respect, and excellence. Smith began his public safety career in the Air Force. He has a Doctor of Management degree in organizational leadership and a master's degree in organizational management from the University of Phoenix. Here's interim city manager John Blair. It is worth noting that Dr. Smith has over 30 years of experience in the fire service and that he has an extensive array of experience from operations to budgeting to IT to EMS operations operations as well. Dr. Smith said he looked forward to starting work. Given the current challenges facing our nation, state, and city, I look forward to utilizing my skills, my knowledge of emergency services, leadership, and management skills to help move our city forward. Smith fills a vacancy left when Fire Chief Andrew Baxter resigned following a public dispute with former city manager Teron Richardson. Richardson himself resigned last month. The city is seeking a search firm to help with finding a permanent replacement. Today in meetings, we report on Buckingham County for the first time. The Board of Supervisors there will hold a public hearing on a zoning change that would allow core sampling for commercial use in an agriculturally zoned district with a special use permit. Last month, the county zoning administrator told a Canadian company that work they had been conducting was in violation. The group Friends of Buckingham is calling for the change to be denied because it could lead to extensive gold mining operations, which would be harmful to the environment. Aston Bay Holdings has an arrangement to explore nearly 5,000 acres of land in the county, as they announced Latch March. Virginia has a long history of gold mining, but there has been no active commercial mines since 1947, according to the Virginia Department of Mines, Minerals, and Energy. 
The Buckingham County Board of Supervisors meeting begins at 6 and can be viewed on YouTube. The Charlottesville Planning Commission will consider a multi-family dwelling unit on vacant land in Fifeville, south of the University of Virginia. The 2013 Comprehensive Plan calls for this to be low-density residential, but the applicant is proposing a way forward. After that discussion, commissioners will be briefed by consultants on the comp plan update. Jennifer Koch with Roadside and Harwell described the process to the commission back in August. The effort that we're calling Seville Plans Together is... Uh, an effort that we as a consultant team are working with NDS, with the Planning Commission and others um, to continue the update to the comprehensive plan that was started in 2017, 2018. Um, that includes a, a big focus on housing and housing affordability. So there's a specific housing plan that will be a part of the housing chapter in the comprehensive plan. The Albemarle Planning Commission meets at 6 p.m. for a work session related to a recycling facility by the airport that processes material from demolished buildings. At the same time, Albemarle County will hold a town hall meeting for active and former military personnel who work for local government and the school system. The event is being put on by the Albemarle County Veterans Affairs Group. The Green County Board of Supervisors meets at 7.30 p.m., and one of the items on the agenda is an initiation of that county's comprehensive plan, which was last adopted in June 2016. There will also be an update on the Shenandoah National Park, which gets a new superintendent this month when Patrick Kenny takes over. In an email, one of the staffers said that Shenandoah National Park is enjoying a slight increase in visitation and in entrance fees. Visitation through August was up 1.6% over last year. The music you're listening to comes from the 2017 Tarland Music and Food Festival. Green County will be presented with a presentation for a proposal for Stannardsville to become twinned with the village of Tarland. According to materials provided, both are nestled in a rural landscape, surrounded by rolling fields in the foothills of nearby mountains. In our area, it's the Piedmont region of Virginia. In Tarland, it's... I'm not going to pronounce this. And that's it for today's edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast. Thank you for listening. If you have learned something from this material, please pass it on to a friend. The idea is to connect as many people to the local happenings as possible. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host, and I'll be back tomorrow with another installment. Thanks for listening.